0: Super Talk Mississippi media production. Magnolia Beef and Seminary has top quality beef products that are raised right here in Mississippi.
1: They also have fantastic gifts for every age. For the best beef in Mississippi and so much more, visit Magnolia Beef and Seminary or find us on Facebook.
2: This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi.
0: It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm gone. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca.
2: Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the Good Things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We are joined by Rhino in the studio today. And don't you forget, you can listen to Good Things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Super Talk Mississippi app and from your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. Don't forget, too, you can catch Good Things We're on computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to a super, supertalktv.com. And what's the odds that National Taco Day would fall on Taco Tuesday? And at first, I thought, man, they must do this every year, kind of like Thanksgiving. It's the first Tuesday of every October. Let's call that National Taco Day. It would make sense if they would do it that way. But nope, it's on October the 4th every year. And they even tell you, even if it's not a Tuesday, you can still enjoy tacos. And I think it's one food realm that we all seem to enjoy. We all have different preferences. Soft-shelled, hard, seafood, fish, regular meat, chicken, fajita or not, on all of the above. But it feels like it's that one food that Americans have really embraced that we did not create. And we get really excited about tacos. So we're getting excited about the tacos you can find here in Mississippi over on the Good Things Facebook group. So if you had not had time today, just go to the Book of Faces, type in Good Things With. Rebecca Turner pops up click join you will see i've asked simply who has the best tacos in mississippi simple question hard to answer if you're a taco connoisseur or you can let us know on the cspire text line 601 879-4395 but rhino right reading through i know tacos is right up your alley because when we got to know you on your birthday i struggled between either like asian inspired food or Mexican food would be, you know, your favorite. And you seem to know a lot about Taco Tuesday, or tacos, even if it is a Tuesday. (laughs)
1: It is a rabbit hole I've gone down a couple of times to try to explore.
2: Try to explore. I found it interesting that the word taco originated from Mexican silver miners in the 18th century. But at that time, it was actually used to describe the thin sheets of paper that they wrapped in gunpowder. And it was used as explosives. And so when they started to eat things like a taco, taco like things, it kind of got just kind of got the name like it's a little taco. And it was an explosion of flavors, or I guess whatever. And over time, the word taco also has meant light lunch, which is kind of ironic considering we can really stuff some things in some tacos. And then some other places you read, they'll share that those of Mexican culture. Don't eat tacos during lunch. It's usually like a breakfast thing, or it's a late afternoon thing. Typically, because they only eat one big meal, and that's closer to dusk, and so they save their tacos for either getting started in the day, or sort of ending their day. I don't know who to believe, but I do know. Well,
1: that comes from the manufacturing or the making of fresh tortillas, because Aww. that's a that's a big part of the taco itself. Is the tortilla? It's the the foundation of the taco, and Traditional tacos are made with handmade homemade tortillas you're not buying tortillas you get the flour so the ladies are out the, making it oh yeah
2: during lunchtime so they can be hot and ready or ready for for supper time well in 1964 Robert or Roberto Gomez trying to get it right established the National Taco Council I feel like I should be part of that council. I feel like we should all have a seat at that table.
1: They could give membership cards for a dollar and make kill killing. <laughs> really
2: we should start that. Oh, gosh. So in 1964, the council, no, and then in 1967, the council sent a 55-pound taco to President Johnson. 55. That's a big.
1: That's one. a honking taco.
2: That's a honking taco. But it's not the biggest taco ever. The biggest taco or the world's largest was constructed in Mexico. I'm not going to give the town a try but somewhere in Mexico but I do it was on November the 20th of 2011 It was 246 feet long not really sure what that's equivalent to it stretched an entire caratero thank you glad you tried it, it stretched an entire city block I can visualize that a whole block and it was filled with carnitas do you know what that is pulled pork oh yeah the only reason I know that is because they told me in the notes but now I'll feel a little smarter when I'm looking at the when I'm looking at the menu.
1: That's a good rule of thumb if you're looking for authentic Mexican food is if the the menu is still in Spanish, like you, you don't have pulled pork tacos, you have carnitas, then you know it's gonna be better usually usually,
2: yes, or it's gonna be a more authentic Mexican taco right
1: because the authenticity might not be the flavor you're going for well you if know- all you've ever had is taco bell. And they're creamy ranch sauce or something, then, yeah, a traditional taco might
0: be weird to you.
2: Because we associate certain things with words. Right. So we've just kind of gotten, and two, as I did a little taco research today, that eats Taco Bell, who, even though tacos have been around since. I'm sure Jesus had a taco. It's in some capacity. Uh maybe not that long ago, but about that long ago. he did have unleavened bread. So. He did yeah, I mean, all he needs toasted it, a little pork. He'd have been fine. He'd been more fish like, but you know, we we're veering off topic. <laughs> taco Bell really did make it kind of mainstream here in the US. And I don't know if it did it justice or if that's a good thing or necessarily whatever. It feels like maybe it's starting to flesh itself out. In terms of a bit. Americans finding their way to good, authentic cuisine, because usually it's not Taco Bell.
1: Yeah, when you when you think of a taco, somebody just says, "Picture a taco." Close your eyes and picture a taco. If you're driving, don't close your eyes, but just picture <laughs> a taco. And you think of that yellow, hard shell tortilla with the ground beef and the shredded lettuce, and the sour cream, and the diced tomatoes, and the shredded cheese. Like, you have a a very specific picture in your mind. But that would be like saying, picture a sandwich. And the only thing you picture is two pieces of white bread with ham and cheese and mayo. There's so many other varieties out there.
2: Like, taco really should be, it's just a category of food. Right. It's an umbrella term. It's an umbrella term. Larry and Jackson, I appreciate you. Not the best taco, but when I was growing up, we ate hot dogs and flour tortillas rather than on hot dog buns. There's a lot of things that you can do with those plain tortillas, then make tacos, although they're good for that as well. But they... they, Cut them up, throw them in
1: the oil. You got tortilla chips.
2: You definitely uh, can get creative with those. Scott and Soso, a must try, he said. Homemade chili spooned into hard taco shells, baked till shells are warmed and then topped with sour cream shredded cheese so you put the chili in the shell and then heat it is what I'm getting or do you heat the taco shell and then put in the chili because let's not tell people wrong so Scott and Sosa clarify that for us because I'd I think according
1: to those steps you would put the chili in the taco shell then bake the shells till they're warm
2: bake the shells till they're warm and then add the sour cream and all the things. Because you, basically... you either have
1: to have a taco-shaped dish or you have to be making enough of them to where they stand up.
2: Right. Because basically now you, if have, you're using hard shell. you have what you're doing in your bowl anyway. You just wrapped your chili in the chips instead of the mashed up the chips into the chili. Which has another great debate. Do you scrunch them or do you eat them along the way? But this is tacos day, so we will... <laughs> We won't go down that rabbit hole. Mike from Chicago, taco, as well as tamale. Fun fact, many in the Mexican culture are s- superstitious if too many hands are in the kitchen while making tortillas. Usually only three senoritas are allowed. Mike from Chicago. One, th- one of one on bucket list thing would be to go where you can see them making the fresh tortillas out in the streets. Right, like where they're grinding everything, they're doing everything as fresh as... Fresh can be, and usually your more authentic ones are going to be corn based, not always flour based, not everywhere you go, but more so than what we here in America sort of lean to. Oh, yeah. I think it has to do with probably the shelf stableness or the, the, the ability to keep them fresh longer for the ability to sell. So like well I
1: mean you could go on an entire tour of the country of Mexico. You could you could start at the border on on the southern border of the United States and go south and then make a U turn and come back up the Pacific coast of Mexico into California. And you would cross through seven or eight different regions and you would experience seven or eight different takes on the taco. Cause it's it's kind of like southern cuisine. You're you're associated a lot with what was available, especially a couple generations ago, what you could grow yourself mm-hmm. and have readily available during harvest season. Like, for example, here in Mississippi, we like peaches, but we don't grow a whole lot of peaches compared to somewhere like Georgia. So Georgia desserts would have a lot of peach cobbler and peach pie, whereas Mississippi, we blueberry. We Right, blueberry and stuff like that, strawberry pie, that kind of stuff.
2: Jeff and Oxford nailed it. Your imagination is, is is the limit of what you can what can go in a taco. You got that right. And Scott and Soso did say yes, the shells will absorb the chili. So if you miss that, he said, just take your hard shells, fill them up with chili, bake them until it's just warm and toasty, and then you put your sour cream and cheese and all on that. I'm kind of liking that idea. We're all getting out the crop pot anyway to make some chili at some point. This fall, give that a try. But today's all about tacos. Let us know where you like to get your tacos here in Mississippi. 601 879 4395. I'll get just about every Super Talk Mississippi show on your favorite podcast app. That's the Gallows Show, Midday's with Jar Gilbert, of course us here on Good Things in Sports Talk Mississippi. Don't forget your favorites too, like Thunder and Lightning and the Rebel Report. You can even get Eagle Hour and many more. Don't forget too my podcast Tired of the Weight W E I G H T. It is a wellness podcast that I host with my friend Amia Edwards. We tackle your physical, your mental, and your spiritual health. So if that is something you're interested in, then look us up. Tired of the Weight. I just posted a new episode uh, today, and It's a good one. I think you'll enjoy it. And if it's not something you're into, share it with a friend who might be on that weight loss or that wellness journey. I think they'll find it um, inspiring and encouraging. And yes, you can have tacos in a balanced and healthy life. In fact, if you ate authentic tacos, they're not nearly as unhealthy as we would say, as some of the, you know, ways that we choose to enjoy them. They're usually a lot smaller. We made everything oh, yeah. sort of bigger and cheesier, and that goes back to sort of the Taco Bell influence or the American influence on uh, another cu- cuisine or a Mexican uh, cuisine. Derek and Greenwood, though, says, soft shell with meat, cheese, and sauce. Repeat with three soft shells and three layers, and then eat with a fork. So he's going up with his
1: tacos. Like a homemade Mexican pizza kind of deal?
2: Probably sounds like that instead of – because that's what it's going to say. Is it, I mean, is it sacrilegious to eat a taco with a fork? Are you allowed to even give you a fork if you get tacos? But that would be because it's technically the original street food or the original food truck. One kind of, of them, yeah. Street food would be one of them because you could eat it with your hands.
1: Right? Although, I mean, there have been archaeological discoveries in the last couple of years uh, in the destroyed city of Pompeii that has kind of changed how we look at street food and fast food. Because if you remember the story of Pompeii, it was destroyed by the eruption of Vesuvius long time ago, back when we measured dates in two digits.
2: You just had this in your brain.
1: And the the, the archaeologists discovered a food stall in the city of Pompeii with a fresco on the front of the little serving counter with different animals pictured of what they were serving and big clay pots with food still in them, showing basically... They had food trucks in ancient Rome.
2: That sounds like one of the little food carts you found in New Orleans. You know, after a late night going down the road, going down that. You know, I don't want to even tell a New Orleans story. Let's leave it to tacos.
1: (laughs) But speaking of late night, that's that's how I had my best taco, and I can never have it again, sadly, because the little entro, the little uh, club that it was served at, burned down.
2: But oh, it was a little
1: club. It didn't open till I want to say ten or eleven at night. Stayed open till four or five in the morning. It was right off I twenty, and it it burned down five, six, seven years ago now. But it was it was a little club with a, a bar and a kind of kitchenette area in the front. And if you didn't speak very much Spanish, you could get into that part of it. You could go up there and eat tacos if you weren't very good with Spanish. But you weren't getting past the bouncer onto the dance floor with the music and the DJ, unless you could converse with him in Spanish. So you could go have the authentic tacos, but you weren't going back to the dance we'll floor. We'll
2: feed you, we just want do-si-do with you.
1: But sadly, that place had a fire and burned down, and now, on that exact location, the Sikh temple prepares meals for the hungry every day. So people are still getting fed there. It's just not in tacos.
2: Just not in tacos. Rusty on the Good Things Facebook group said there's a little gas station about a mile south of Natchez City limits. It's set up kind of like a subway where you tell them what all you want on your taco, and it's the best I've ever had. Oh, man. Yes. That would be really cool, I think, to go and sort of do. And, let's see, Tony says, American tacos, cotton blues, not sure where that would be here, but Mexican tacos, Mexican grill. You know, this is also a terrible topic for someone who doesn't speak very good English, but you're probably... Los
1: compadres. Thank
2: you. Yeah. And I've seen many who, Luke Johnson of the Eagle Hour, and many more have said, Julius in Laurel is simply the best. And so, um, you know, you think you find those little spots and they just do it differently, whether it's in the... Seasoning, or the way they toast the uh, tortilla, or how they the little add-ons or sort of sides. And what's cool about tacos, it's a it's a lot like cuisine that we enjoy, Southern cuisine. It's very simple, but it's very distinct. If you go to different places that do it completely differently, they can take really a tortilla, onions and tomatoes of some kinds, probably a pepper, a meat or a protein of something, a cheese of some kind. Sometimes.
1: Which, if I had to pick a meat to put in tacos, I gotta pick al pastor. What is that? That's if you go to a taco place. There's a lot of street taco places will do it, where they have the big spinning thing, the spit of meat, where they've taken the prongs and they've layered just stacks of pork, and they got like pineapple on top to have the juices run down in it, and then they sit it on the machine. And as it rotates, it gets cooked on the outside. So it's like rotisserie goes up and down like a barrel, and this one spins like a top. But it's similar. You're heating one side of the meat and then letting it cool, and then heating it again over and over again. And then they get the really sharp knife and they hold the tortilla underneath it and slice it down and just put meat on the tortilla. It's so good.
2: So good that you you took my mind to gyros, uh, but that's a different you know a different part of the country. I mean, different part of the country, different part of the world. Probably a different part of the country, too. But so a a flatbread with prepared flatbread meat. meat. yeah, Spiced. Spiced. Well, and then someone said, Mississippi's known for tamales, not a fan of tacos. Which, I mean, you can take that, but I don't think Mississippi created tamales. Uh,
1: the, the way we eat tamales, yeah, it's pretty much a Mississippi thing. Where you take the tamales and you, you basically boil them in the spice mix. Ah. That That's a more Southern cuisine thing than a Mexican cuisine thing. Mexican tamale is a little different.
2: Gotcha. It's all a melting pot anyway. Oh, yeah. Larry and Jackson grew up in South Texas. Old Mexican women ran us off because we ate flour tortillas as fast as she could make them. If their. you've
1: never had a freshly made tortilla, you're missing out. Like, if you like tortillas, if you appreciate tortillas, if you're anything above... A hatred for tortillas you'll take a step further in your love for them if you have them fresh and it's it's really not that difficult to make because you you have pre-made I mean I'm sure you somebody out there is gonna be a purist and be like don't do that but go to any grocery store where they have the the international food aisle Mm
2: -hmm.
1: there's gonna be a bag of tortilla flour there for you to buy right next to the joritos flavored drinks, just get you that bag, all you got to do is add flour and heat, and you got fresh-made tortillas.
2: Or you can keep it simple and just heat yours at home. Yeah,
1: that and that's it another thing
2: another
0: is,
1: is <laughs> if you do just buy the stack of tortillas, you just buy a bag of 10, 12, 20 tortillas, and you never heat them up when you use them, you're also missing out. You don't have to do anything other than heat a skillet. Throw it in there, count to 10, flip it over, count to 10, and it's heated. And it's perfect. It's ready for whatever you want to put on it. But,
2: but the people that just
1: pull it out and just pour stuff on it it's like you're you're missing a step. And it's not going to be as good.
2: It's not going to be as good. But you think about it too—how so many cultures, although we're all different, but we're all the same. Because as you talk about the, you know, Mexican grandmothers or the señoritas making the tortillas, I think about all the southern grannies who are making their cornbread or making their biscuits or making whatever it is, and you know, put it—or I guess—and the first thing that came to my mind was frying okra. That is the one thing that we would get shooed away from. Own every Sunday as it was being made, because you would come up and you would eat it as it's being cooked. And they're like, "Oh my God, there's not going to be any left for actual dinner." Shoo, shoo, shoo. And even though it's maybe a different item, there, you know, kids are all sort of the same. Big, you know, young and middle aged and older. That we all sort of gravitate to those those things and those memories. And they're usually cooked by somebody with much love and passed down from generation to generation. There's usually a matriarch. Usually, it's you know a grandmother kind of uh, figure or motherly figure, but that doesn't have to be. It just tends to be that way. Who's making that thing that sets the stage for everything else for you know that particular that particular meal? And so, yeah, if you've had all, ever had authentic tortillas, they are something they could just sit there and just eat your entire uh, weight in
1: them. On the Seaspire text line, the the texture that said they weren't a fan of tacos, but the um, is known for tamales. they said corn or flour tortillas. That's up to you, or where you're going to served.
2: But I think too, if you've never, if you are a, if you're only limited to experience of flour tortillas, and you go somewhere and they offer corn, give it a try. Oh, it's yeah. a completely different experience, texture, taste, and feel. But it changes the entire experience of your meal by just going from corn to flour.
1: I mean, imagine the difference in, say, a Tostitos chip that you would dip in salsa or guacamole or whatever. That's a flour tortilla cut and fried into a tortilla chip. Now imagine a Frito, which is a corn chip. The difference in the flavor there, that's the difference in the flavor you're getting from the flour tortilla or the corn tortilla.
2: Right from Grand Bay, I use flour tortillas for dumplings. Oh, yeah. See, all different ways you can do that. Mississippi may not be known for tacos, but we are known for barbecue. And I got a good headline for you around that coming up next. Watch good things on your computer or your mobile device. You can watch it on Roku, even Amazon Fire TV devices. And you can watch Good Things live on Ceasefire TV if you've got that. We're on Channel 70, right next to the Weather Channel, which still says perfect for Mississippi. We're all going to be bummed whenever the, <laughs> the weather forecast actually changes, but I don't think it should change uh, for tomorrow because you still got cruising the coast going on and it's America's largest block party and it's back and it's got non-stop fun, entertainment all along the Mississippi Gulf Coast. It's rated the number one car show in the country by USA Today and Middays with Jar Gilbert is going to be there tomorrow with our friends from the coastal Mississippi Tourism and Biloxi Town Green. It's America's largest Block party. So, if you want more information, go to visit And there are several places on the Gulf Coast where you can get a good taco. Probably a good seafood taco. But I got a good headline that doesn't have to do with tacos, but with barbecue. So the American Royal World Series of Barbecue, say that five times fast, it kicked off in Kansas City, Missouri this past weekend. And a Brandon native of Mississippi showed them what barbecue is all about here in the Magnolia State. Alexis Garrett, she's 11. She traveled all the way from Brandon with her parents, Hannah, and Wes, to compete in the American Royal Kids Q competition Saturday night. Along with 74 other children, she was tasked to display their barbecue skills by cooking hamburgers or steaks, and she had to hit the pit and grill a ribeye steak all by herself, and she won. And so you can um, stay tuned here to Good Things because i got her coming in the studio sometime soon, so that's going to be exciting, but kudos to her. I mean, my child's 10 she can cook scrambled eggs and put cheese in them and sometimes make them into a really nice omelet. But I don't know if her daddy would give her the the charcoal and say, here's a ribeye, go for it. <laughs> Have you seen the price of beef lately? I don't think that would probably go over very well in our house. You've got to
1: start small. you got to give her something like some chicken legs to cook.
2: Some chicken legs or something like that.
1: It's kind of hard to mess those up.
2: Oh, that's well, true.
1: Unless you try to get really fancy and lollipop them or do something like that.
2: At 11, what were you cooking?
1: At eleven? Scrambled eggs.
2: Yeah. I was scrambling toast. eggs, toast, pancakes.
1: I don't even think I was doing pancakes at eleven.
2: Not by myself necessarily, like all the things. But my mom would get all the things like she does with Neely together and then I would make the pan like I could make them. I could flip them. If I got a little scared she was somewhere near. But yeah, I mean it it wasn't a ribeye or a hamburger.
1: It wasn't long after eleven where I started getting tasked with grill duties, especially after Mom got her pool. We started having pool parties and get togethers and eating supper outside. You uh, learned how to
2: flip, huh?
1: You learned how to use the grill very quickly.
2: Mm. well, I think it's great though. I think more kids should get in the kitchen sooner they're they're more likely to try new things if they have hands in sort of making it. There's a lot of good science and math that comes in cooking and baking and sort of all the things. I think it's really cool. Also, think it's just cool that, hey, get it, girl. Get out there and, you know, show them what you're made of in that way. So I can't wait to get her in the Good Things studio. Speaking of food, though, it doesn't have anything with tacos, I don't think. Is there tacos at the state fair? It's hard to believe that the 163rd Mississippi State Fair kicks off Thursday. I know
1: they have churros stuffed with ice cream.
2: So you can't talk about food without bringing that up in the mississippi state fair what food do you look forward to for the fair
1: chicken on a stick and funnel cake i'm i'm simple like that but
2: <laughs> you went for it and if y'all are wondering we're one day 15 hours 18 minutes 13 12 11 10 seconds <laughs> 10 seconds away It's one of those destination things many of you put that on your to-do list it may be the one and only time you come to central mississippi throughout the year whether it's for all of the um horse or agricultural sort of things that go on equestrian shows or livestock shows might be a better way of of saying it or you just simply come
1: for the concert for
2: the concert or the rides or the rides, or the food or the food or all of the all of the above it's a good time it's one of those things where you feel like you just have to go because it's part of being A Mississippian, especially if you're in the area, and you go around eating. Oh yeah! And to see what they've fried up this time, whether it's
1: yeah, there's always going to be something that they've thrown in a deep freeze for 48 hours and then battered and fried, and you never really know what it's going to be.
2: No, but if you've never had deep fried Oreos, I do recommend it. That was my first gyro, speaking kind of taco-like, that I ever had was at the Mississippi State Fair. My mom always got them. She loved them. Oh, yeah. And I had not been introduced to, like, kefirs or some of the other staples, you know, around. It was my first introduction to Mediterranean food was at the Mississippi (laughs) State Fair. And for years, it was the only time, you know, I I felt like I got one because it wasn't something our family did all the time was somewhere that you could have a gyro. They've come more popular over the last 40 years in different restaurants and places and Greek-inspired food. But there, there were things that you just could only get there. We, too, would leave with the big cinnamon rolls that were the size of a dinner plate. And it was the last stop that we always made at the fair. And then we would eat those for breakfast throughout the throughout the remaining um, remaining of the week. Did you ever come down from Tupelo to go to the state fair?
1: Uh, no, not from Tupelo. I went to the state fair after I came down for college. But talking about the Euros, and, and Mom would always get those at the Lee County Fair when we go to that. And you're right that was just something you got at the fair and one of the things I would choose is the funnel cake and looking at how that's changed just in, just since I was a kid going to the fair to going now as an adult I'm pretty sure at least from my limited experience with the fair as a kid funnel cakes came either like a plain funnel cake or with powdered sugar and then if you've got a really fancy funnel cake place, they'd squirt some Hershey syrup on it.
2: Oh, now you can get all...
1: Now things. there's as many toppings for funnel cakes as there are for tacos.
2: Agreed. Nicole says she's looking forward to the South Mississippi State Fair in Laurel. I know there's another one in, I think it's Yazoo, that, that comes through. And so there's a lot of different fair-like events that go on throughout the state. I feel like every kid grew up and had an opportunity to ride on a rinky-dink
1: Even if it was in the parking lot of the
2: local grocery store. And there they sold the fair sort of staples. Oh, yeah. But I'm all for there should be things that should only be those exciting times, especially like from a health perspective, if you only eat the funnel cakes or the chicken on the sticks or the big hot dog thingy majiggies. I mean, when you're at the fair, it's dropping the hat of, like, everything else that you've done all year. It's not going to really be a big deal. Go and have fun and enjoy it.
1: You don't need to have a turkey leg and funnel cake every meal of the day, though.
2: No, not not (laughs) the whole two weeks of the fair. Oh, my God. You wouldn't be able to pay your mortgage if you ate at the fair for the two weeks or however long it is. Um, It's with us now. I mean, that's also where they get you. That's why they also, well, I don't think they... Well, they do, they have their tents, but that's why places spend like $10 for a beer or whatever. It caps you from just going, you know, buck wild. You run out of money faster than that. Here's a fun fact, though, with the fair. What would you think the most, hmm, one of the most unhealthiest, if that's the word, things there to buy? Like you would think it going in, you were like, I'm going to get the most un- unhealthy thing here. What would it be?
1: That giant slice of pizza.
2: It's the turkey leg. Really? Because it's greasy and it's usually not like... That's why I was thinking the
1: pizza would be unhealthy, because they they give you that giant slice of pizza on like two or three white paper plates, and by the time you're three bites in, the plates are soggy.
2: Yes, so so maybe most was... Don't hold me to that one of the most, yeah. most people go in thinking, oh, it's just a, pr-, like, whatever. But, I mean, really, I've never se- and you say it every year, like, you've never seen a turkey. Like, I want to see the turkeys that those legs actually came off on. I still say there's some rare breed of dwarf emu or something that's running.
1: <laughs> they <do>. Godzilla turkeys.
2: <laughs> but it's got the skin on it. They're usually smothered and covered in something, and they're more of a dark meat than they are. Your your breast or sort of other area of meats and so yeah I mean if you eat the whole thing that's you're you're racking it on up there in terms of
1: <laughs> lots of calories lots of, and, and lots then, of protein and
2: then you're yeah you caveman happy <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is a happy way to be at the fair especially if you can find one of the the few benches if you have a turkey leg in one hand and a roasted ear corn dipped in the big jar of butter in the other hand.
2: Is it gyro or gyro? Yiro, gyro.
1: Uh, there are about fourteen different ways to pronounce that in the South, and because the word did not come from the South, we don't really know how. I've heard gyro, I've heard euro, I've heard hero, I've heard gyro, I've heard gyro. It's <laughs> it's however your mama said it.
2: Gyro. Yeah, I'm from the South. Give me one of them gyros with the lamb. Light on the sauce, please, ma'am. Thank you, and lemonade. Mike from Grand Bay, hot soft pretzels and tubs of fried pork skins. Someone mentioned, man, we're making you hungry. If, we have, if you're not hungry by the end of Good Things today, it is your own fault. There's so much yumminess to sort of think about, and we've got more for you coming up next.
0: Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Top Mississippi. Well, I was born to coal miner's daughter
2: in a cabin on a hill in Butcher Holler. we all should take some time kind today of to listen to some good old Loretta Lynn. She definitely was a good thing for women, women in country music, just women in general. Just They just don't make them like they used to. And if you have been over in the Good Things Facebook group, you'll see that Chapel Heart has done a great sort of... Um, I guess, message out to Loretta Lynn. They were in contact there as they sort of rose to their fame. They caught the eye of Loretta Lynn. They've been back and forth on a song of, not necessarily to go together, but on one of her songs and renditions. And they kind of give her a sweet um, sort of send-off or message. You can go over there and read that as well. But it's the good old music, too. It's the kind that puts you in a good mood and reminds you what good country music um, sounds like. So thank you for that, Rhino, today here on Good Things. And it's good to eat with a taco, or listen to the taco, or maybe with the chicken on a stick, or whatever it may be. You do hear some good country music when you go to the Mississippi State Fair. I appreciate um, someone mentioned that their favorite fair food, before they took it away or they left, was the stand where the super nice Asian lady and her husband made tempura shrimp on a stick. You did find those little nuggets that would have... The best of the best. What I, every year I think this, and then every year it kind of gets past, but there are those that make, I would love to talk to someone who has like a, a food truck, I guess you call that, like at the fair, that's been there forever. I know PINS and some of the other locals show up with their food trucks, and a lot of us, that's your first sort of taste of a Mississippi chicken on the stick or a Penns chicken on the stick um, is at the Mississippi State Fair. It's not something you just go and get every day. You look forward to that. But that's how they make their living. They travel around with their little food trucks, and they go to the different fairs and the different events and festivals and things. And, like, that's their, their bread and butter, pun intended. I think that would be loud, but a lot of fun, I think.
1: Yeah, I'd rather do the, that than
2: be on the other side.
1: On the rare occurrence where I make it to the fair more than two or three times, I usually try to find what's the weirdest food I can buy. And so far, the strangest thing I've ever been able to buy as far as food. And this may not sound strange as far as strange foods, but think about it in the terms of fair food. It's definitely not the, the corn cob or the turkey leg or the, the funnel cake or even the churro full of ice cream. It was a plate of fettuccine alfredo. They were whipping up pasta for the people at the fair.
2: Oh, that's delicious. It wasn't bad. Is it Midwest that really take fair to a whole new level? Kinda. Is it, like, the um, what is the big fair where they go, and they even have, like, the Food Network or whatever will go and follow them around, but they will see what they can get the weirdest sort of fair. They embrace, it's probably a bigger fair as well, but they embrace, like, the food scene a little bit more.
1: Yeah, that's where than, you get the, uh, I want to say, it. Is it Minnesota?
2: I think it is. State fair,
1: where they have, like, the... And
2: it lasts for, like, it feels like a month.
1: Oh, yeah, and you can get fried water. Yeah. Where they make the they use the alginate or whatever it is, and they make the little water balls that hold together. But when you bite into it, it's just water, and then they freeze those and batter it and deep fry it.
2: Somebody, after too many, said, "You know what? Let's shock them all. What can we fry up? Let's dry water."
1: Or, or maybe may- they were just looking for a really tasty hangover cure, because I mean, you you need to hydrate. And you like greasy food, yeah, why not have greasy hydration?
2: Why not? How, I wonder how that's probably you deep fry and quick to eat because it probably wouldn't last too much longer. What's the craziest thing you've ever had deep fried?
1: Probably a deep fried cheeseburger at the fair.
2: Really? Yeah. I've never had a cheeseburger. I've just, I guess my, I'm, again, I'm very Manila. I've had Oreos like deep fried Oreos.
1: You don't the Snickers?
2: Is that at our Mississippi State? Oh, camp? yeah,
1: they have deep fried Snickers. Hmm.
2: If you go, you said the funnel cake, which someone mentioned on the text line, funnel cake without the powdered sugar should be a sin. I totally agree with that. Maybe light on the powdered sugar? But then then what are you eating? You're just eating
1: You're basically eating
2: It's not a donut. Well, don't call it a donut.
1: Donut dough.
2: But it's not.
1: It's just got a little extra water it's in it not. so it can flow through the funnel. Then they
2: don't test. they I mean, they, they're similar, but they're not. Like, don't call it a donut.
1: <laughs> you say that, but people like Shipley's make their kolaches, which are savory, out of the same dough they make their sweet donuts out of. I'm
2: not saying that they're not. I'm saying don't call them a donut. It's, it's a completely different eating experience than just a donut. You have to separate it in your. In your mind, the biscuits, though. I want to ask people who go up and get the biscuit and then forego the honey, if there was, if there's something wrong with them, if they need help. That's like getting without the powdered sugar.
1: Yeah, you are missing out.
2: You are missing out. Don't miss out. You got plenty more coming up next. You got Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. But Rhino and I will meet you back here tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things.